Hello and welcome to Subculture, the podcast exploring subcultures from around the world. I'm your H2, oh yeah baby, Jake Brennan, and I'm joined today by fellow wet and wild podcasters, Joanna Graham. Hello. Benjamin Hymans. I never watched The Shape of Water, so I think I'm behind already. And sweet little baby boy, Aww. three foot four, Aww. big blue eyes and little ratty, mousy white hair. That has nothing to do with water. <laughs> nothing it's to not do with fair. water. Jake Abbott! Hi guys, water we're talking about today. Ha 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 God, you make me sick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, just generally? Always. You just, oh, I just want to grab you. <laughs> <coughs> was a bit too far. Oh god, he's choking on his own rage. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> Guys, what's your favourite liquid? And I'm going to deduct points from anyone who says piss. Oh, because we were all so keen. I'd put money on that one if not all of you would say piss. See, I thought you were going to say cum. Now, I'm going to have to change the goalpost now, Jams, because I feel it's just too obvious. <laughs> Piss, come and shit. Those are the three you can't go with, because I feel that's just too easy for us. Ben, give me your favourite liquid. Paint. Oh, oh interesting. Why one. paint? Tastes good. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> me. Joe, what's your favourite liquid? Am I allowed to say water? No. I've not introduced it, so therefore it doesn't exist. We cannot perceive the topic until we have asked the questions. <laughs> <laughs> There's tradition in what we do, Joanna. When you say liquid, does it have to be an edible liquid? I guess ah, not, because ah. Ben said paint. I mean, any liquid is edible. It's just whether well... you survive the eating process. If you want to take paint, I'll swap my answer to milk, which is probably my second favourite. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to take milk. I like milk. Milk is a good one. Milk. Yeah. Who do you think was the first guy to took off a cow? And think, yeah, yeah, this shit's good. Probably a massive pervert, I'd imagine. Uh, this is going to be a fun one. Because if you haven't guessed already by today's title, the episode we're looking over today is Water. And not just water, but water enthusiasts, water people, water boys. Hydro homies. Hydro homies, yes. People who love water, like me. Fan absolute tasket. Yes, Joe, because you are our resident expert for this episode. So, Joe, tell us about your hydro homies. My hydro homies. So, people like me, we love water. We take water quite seriously because we love it and respect it. I drink a very special water. I'm one of those water snobs. You know, those despicable oh. people that, like, takes water <laughs> too seriously. Let me tell you a bit about the water I drink because it's really cool. And I just want a chance to brag about it, really. So, first of all, world-class quality. It's literally scientifically proven to be one of the best waters in the entire world okay 10 billion pounds a year goes into ensuring that my special water is the best in the world it's tested daily every single sip of my special water has met rigorous standards to ensure that what i'm putting in my body is the best it can possibly be so don't ask me about my special water because it's secret and very exclusive and you can't have any have you been paid off by big water yeah i have (laughs) i knew it i knew it this was an ad by Big Water, but it's so exclusive we just can't so know about exclusive. what this water is. Although I realise if I'm this exclusive, where I don't even say what type of water it is, then the advertising doesn't really work, because <laughs> that's I don't true. know that's what true. I'm advertising. So I'll just share it with you three, okay? <sighs> but don't okay. tell anyone. Audience, if you could please close your ears and just go la 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 for about the next 30 seconds, appreciate it. Okay, so 
my special secret water. My special water, yeah, the one mm-hmm. that you want to know about. Yes, please. It's tap water, but shh, don't <gasps> Whoa! What a fucking twist! Now, I feel like you should probably um, copyright that whole speech just gave, because I see Nestle <laughs> trying to rip it off to make their water seem better than tap water. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. It's funny, actually, because researching this episode, the number of times I tried to find out more about the benefits of tap water, I kept coming across sponsored anti-tap water articles sponsored by water bottling companies. Oh, my God. Being like, tap water is full of lead and this, that and the other, and it's really bad for you and dangerous and it will kill your children. Don't drink it if you're pregnant and this, that and the other. Holy shit. Really? Yeah, for real. Yeah. Big water is actually a big problem. Really, oh, really is. I'm talking about that a bit today because, as I said, I'm angry about this. So, who does this? Who are some Hydro Bros? There's not many Hydro Bros, to be honest. I mean, there's lots of people who say, oh, you've got to drink water and blah, 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 blah. But I'm talking about people who take this really seriously, like to the point where it's mm. like a lifestyle decision. So, I don't know if you've seen recently, there's this guy on TikTok. I can't remember his name, sorry, but he buys Voss water. He buys like $2,000 of it every week or month or something and he has four fridges dedicated to his Voss brand water because he can't drink tap water. What? So yeah, and that's a whole trend now of people on TikTok who brag about how they only drink designer water. I know we're doing our best not to be a preachy episode, but I'm starting to see we're leaning more into the conspiracy theorist episode (laughs) because this is like the same mindset of people who think they put like micro trips in water like big water companies making fucking mind control water and it's like you know what i can see the mindset of this Mm. from one side to another and it's hard because some of it is true but it's just been taken out of context and people don't understand the science of it like okay chlorine is in your water which sounds really scary chlorine that's a chemical you don't want that in your body right but they use a chlorine gas and it's such trace amounts that it's literally not in the water anymore by the time it goes into your body. It's just used to kind of clean it. Fluoride is another one that people get very upset mm-hmm. about having in the water. That's one that is actually quite popular here in the UK. Pretty sure Lincoln, they put fluoride in the water. Yeah, they do. That's because it's crap water, to be fair. Well, no, it's actually a good thing, I'd say, fluoride in the water. I mean, it's not ideal in terms of, like, taste, but research has shown that cities with fluoride mixed into their water, children have 6% fewer cavities as a result. It's for teeth health, and it's really, really good for it. I think it's in toothpaste, isn't it, Fluoride? Yeah, it is. It's just a shame that all the frogs in Lincoln turn gay. (laughs) (laughs) Celebrity Charlie Puth, I don't know who that is, but he's a self-proclaimed hydro homie. And the other guy I came across was a guy called Martin Rees, who is a water sommelier. He has a website. He's made a living off being a water sommelier. What is a water sommelier? So you may remember from the wine episode, a sommelier is someone who drinks things and then tells you if they're good or not and tells you the differences in them and stuff. They're basically an expert in taste. So this man supposedly has the most refined palate on earth because he can tell the differences between water. Now, I tried to find if he'd done any blind taste tests to prove this fact, but he has not. Also, he does seem to be sponsored by many bottled water manufacturers, so I do take what he says with a slight pinch of salt. Are you just saying he's a liar? I can't say that. I can. It's not my episode. Well, <laughs> all I would say is he's not proven to me that he is as qualified as he says he is. As I said earlier, I think there is a difference between different types of water. I think there is a space for there to be water sommeliers. I don't think that's a hack job, even though I think probably many people do think that. 
But mm. this guy works with high-end restaurants to sell them very expensive bottled water. Oh, brands. I see. Okay. And he believes um. that tap water isn't natural. <laughs> he says it comes from a factory. It goes through a factory. It's a processing plant. That's how water exists. But he thinks as well that it's like not natural if it comes from a factory, even though... Oh, okay, so here's the thing about bottled water, right? <laughs> okay. You're about to tell me that they don't go out to the spring. And fill every yeah. bottle of butter water. Beautiful virginal maidens have a, a wooden wicker bucket that they carry on their shoulders, singing songs in their native tongue. Their feet have never even stepped out of a mineral spring. Submerged 100% of their life. It is as pure as when we crawled out of the primordial ooze. <laughs> so basically, tap water comes from the same place bottled water comes from, no matter what bottled water you have, right? Because all water comes from basically the same places, which is natural reservoirs, aqueducty type things. There's water places where water just gathers naturally and then mm. is encouraged to gather more because there is water there. And then that water is taken and processed by either bottled watering manufacturers or by public municipal water companies. But either mm. way, you are basically getting the same thing. And the only thing that makes a difference really in terms of like regional taste and stuff is mostly to do with pipe work, which is why in the UK, if you go to London, water there tastes horrible to a lot of people. It's not that it's bad. It's not that it's like going to kill you. It's not like it's taken from the Thames and it's full of corpses and poison. It's fine. It's good for you. It's been tested. Places like London, it would be too destructive to replace these pipes. And so a lot of the old pipes were made with lead. And over time, trace amounts can get into the water. So if there's ever an issue with tap water, it's always to do with the pipes. It's hardly ever to do with the actual source of the water. Yeah, I was going to say, like when I lived in the city centre of Manchester, the water there was nasty. And yeah, I could definitely tell it was limescale buildup of crappy pipe yeah. work from old buildings. And the other thing is, places like London, and other cities as well, depends on the city, but London definitely, because it's so heavily urbanised, there's no natural reservoirs where water can gather, it means they have to take groundwater, deep underground, so it's kind of like almost like little cave systems and rocks and stuff. And that just does taste different because it's got a different TDS, which is total dissolved solid, which basically <laughs> makes up the taste of water. And it sounds horrible, but it's fine. Because like, like poo. No, because anything. I mean, it could be poo, but it could be vitamins and minerals or whatever. What is poo if not more processed vitamins and minerals? It's all the same stuff. <laughs> I thought you were going to do that one division quote there. What is poo if not? The sum of its parts. <laughs> the sum of its pieces. <laughs> if you replace the corn and the fetal matter, is it still the same poo? <laughs> So yeah, those were the people I found who loved water. But I wanted to talk a bit about people who don't drink water because I think that's really interesting. They're the type of people who feel they're dying of dehydration. You give them a fresh glass of ice cold water, they go, no, thank you. I'd rather die. Kind of like militants. Yeah. Anti-waters. Yes. Odell Beckham Jr., a football player, I believe. I don't follow football though. Doesn't at all. He literally does not drink water. In fact, when he feels himself getting dehydrated, he goes and gets an IV. What? He'd rather have a syringe in his arm than have that sensation of water. For him, it's not the drinking it that bothers him, it's the sloshing around in his stomach, which I can kind of relate to because if you're exercising a lot, it is annoying to have liquid in you. Somehow this worries me more than the flat earthers. Out of curiosity, I did some research as to what these people do if they're going to the gym and they get thirsty. So 
came across one lady. These are all very successful people, by the way, who opt not to drink water. And I think that's an important part that I want to mention because I do feel it comes with an immense privilege in terms of spare income to be able to afford to drink bottled water this often because it is yeah. expensive. Also, so I don't think the regular everyday person could afford IV drips. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> so Christy Finch, she's a media director of a company. She brings a venti americano from Starbucks to the gym every time she goes. Huh. That's why she hasn't killed over on the treadmills. Well, all of the people who were interviewed have pretty much been hospitalised once or twice from dehydration. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, one I person actually came close to death because she drank so little water in her lifetime that her body started to shut down. Oh my god. But yeah, the woman drinking coffee in the gym, it's bad, but not as bad as this next one, which literally made me gag when I read it. Kalila Long, communications manager in Washington, D.C. So here we go, a high achiever. This is a serious, you know, probably a one percenter. Brings Merlot to his yoga workouts. Merlot, <gasps> the driest, fucking nastiest red wine that makes you go <gasps> every time you take a sip. And he's drinking that at fucking exercise. How? What? Is that an aversion to water? Is that an alcohol problem? Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, it could be a good excuse, couldn't it? Oh, no, I, I can't drink water. Yeah. This could even be a life hack. Exercising and drinking alcohol at the same time. No. You're going to be hammered. <laughs> You're going to be murdered the next yeah, day. Your body's, yeah. just gonna, <laughs> your body's going to be like, no more of this. You yeah. stop living now. You're done. As long as you don't stop drinking and exercising, you're going to be on a permanent high though. Mm. Oh Until you keel over and die after about a mm. month. <laughs> This feels very status-driven, yes. where it's like, it's the satire of a CEO mm-hmm. only drinking the finer things, gold-flaked crap. Well, I think nothing says that more than the ways people do it, like how people enjoy water. Because, like, you know, you'd think in theory, it's quite simple. Just drink some water. Think about how it yeah. tastes. Think about the differences and types of water you've had in your life, or had recently. But, ugh, the rich. They have to <laughs> take things too far. Here are some things you can do if you're rich and you love water. Oh no, here we go. <laughs> okay, so to that one guy who's going to hopefully fund the entire podcast. <laughs> Pretty on the much, one I think he came tier. up in everything I came across. So yeah, you could hire a water sommelier like Martin Rius, or this one I found on Airbnb. Ooh, you know, nice experience. You go on holiday. Oh, water tasting with a sommelier. Oh, amazing. Let's see what you do. A deep dive into the rich cultural history of mineral water. That sounds good known for its healing effects. Well, water is known for its healing effects. That's true. Guess how much this is? I'm going to go £200. I'm going to go nice round number. £200? Well, luckily this is an Airbnb 90-minute experience. It's £33 per person, which I thought was ridiculously expensive. But, I mean, compared to £200, it's really quite reasonable. I was going to say, like, I'll pay, like, 40 quid for a whiskey tour. Yeah, that's true. So another way people do it, rich people, man, they go to restaurants, fancy <laughs> restaurants like Claridge's, and they check out their water tasting menu, which is a real thing. I don't think Claridge's have one anymore. They used to, but I think they stopped doing it. I think it was just a press thing. But there are genuinely upmarket restaurants here in the UK and definitely loads in America, which I, don't, I don't actually think is a bad thing, right? Because different waters, they come from different places. Fine. I can accept that they taste different. How about we just take a minute to finally relieve ourselves because I've drank a lot of water in prep for this and I need to wee-wee. Hi, it's me again, Mr. Piss, and I'm so full of piss. 
you wouldn't even believe. But before I relieve myself all over the floor, I'm gonna tell you about Subculture's social media. That's right, if you didn't think you were more annoying in your ears, you can see it on your social feed at Subculturedcast on Instagram and Twitter. And now know if you're listening to us and not following, so you better do it. And if not, you can listen to more of our insane ramblings at Subcultured, at iTunes and Spotify. Or you can make a sensible choice and find other exciting podcasts at podgrams.com to listen to more amusing anecdotes by silly, silly people. Right, I can't hold it in anymore. I'm going to burst like Niagara Falls. I'll see you later. (laughs) And we're back. Thank God I really did that. Uh, There's a lot of piss on the floor, though. Was it clear, though? Have you been drinking enough water? It was! In fact, maybe now's a good time for us to do our water tasting. Yes, we actually have decided it would be a fun idea to actually buy a branded bottle of water and some tap water to become connoisseurs and, you know, so I could have an excuse to drink water properly like an adult. So, Joe, why don't you run us through this experience? So I thought it would be fun to test our tap water versus bottled water and then also to compare amongst ourselves what our tap water kind of tastes like compared to each other's tap water because I have a theory that tap water tastes nicer depending on whereabouts in the country you are. Like, I had Scottish tap water once, and it changed my life. I love Scottish tap water. It tastes incredible. It's the best water I've ever had in my life. It was so delicious, it tasted like a different drink. It was so good. Whereas, like, Manchester, I would agree, not (laughs) the best water. (laughs) Definitely not the best water. The council has not put near enough time and effort (laughs) into the resource of fixing them pipes quick enough. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, you're on slightly on the outskirts of Manchester. I'm kind of on the outskirts of Manchester and Salford. Ben, you're in Lincoln. Yeah. Jacob, where are you? I'm down in Norfolk. Down in Norfolk. Okay, so it'll be interesting to see, I think, if we think our waters taste different. I was thinking we could, like, rate them out of ten. Yeah, why not? Why the hell not? Who wants to go first in the water uh, experience? I'll go first with my tap water. I think we start with tap water. That ASMR. Oh. (laughs) So my water, I would say it's quite sweet quite mild it tastes quite soft it feels soft in the mouth oh feels soft in the mouth it's got like um yeah a very mild flavor definitely not much flavor to it but there's something there jake why don't you go next tell us about your okay water. so tap water i have mine from my kitchen tap it is in a long slim glass now i did try and wash this out thoroughly but i did have a fanta in this before <laughs> <laughs> Also, I'd like to appreciate the sacrifice because every episode we come on with a larry amount of drinks and yeah. we get drunker and drunker as the episode goes. And obviously we can't now because it would uh, spoil the taste. Well, I've got wine as a palate cleanser. What? I didn't know we get a palate cleanser. Yeah. Jacob's got Pepsi. Mm. Oh, I've been sad. Stone cold sober. <laughs> like a twat. Oh, let's have a gulp of this then. All right. <sighs> <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. Okay, so 
I kind of got a bit of a bitter taste from this. Bitter taste, interesting. Uh, and I mean, that could also be up to my upbringing of just generally not drinking a lot of water. That's true, because um, if you're not used to the flavour of water, it can seem quite either completely flavourless or also quite strong. Mm, it is very strong. I also have the same problem with fruit. Fruit is very acidic to me for some mm-hmm. really okay. worrying reason. Bananas shouldn't feel like I'm licking a battery. Oh, but you're allergic yet, here to them. We are. Yeah, probably. No, you definitely oh, wow. are. Uh, my sister's very allergic to them, so I guess I am horribly yeah, allergic to bananas. It's fine. It's not bad for you. It just makes your tongue feel weird. Oh, that's good. I'll remind that every time I force one down me to try and be a healthy adult. <laughs> Why is it fizzy? Uh, so even with maybe the hints of Fanta, would I drink it again out of a 10? No. Oh, yeah, I didn't rate mine out of 10. I'm going to give mine a 9. It's really good. Wow. Really good water. This one's coming at a 2. 2? The 2 is only out of necessity to stop getting headaches every day. Wow, okay. Jams, do you like to try some tap water? Yes. I live in quite a, a hard water area. So, I mean, I'm used to it. But I'm assuming if you guys tasted it, you go, oh, that's got something in it. But it's water. You know, it doesn't really taste of anything. It's full of like chalk and stuff because we get a load of lime scale here. But, you know, it's. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's in your bones, so it's fine. But no, I'm going to say seven. It's fine. It, it hydrated me. Benjamin. I'm drinking the South Lincoln Finest. It's definitely a dry water. It's it's a really? little bit hard, but probably not quite as hard as Jacob's. I get an ever so slight salty bitteriness just at the back of the tongue. Okay. Not enough to taste, but enough that the taste buds are firing. I'd give Lincoln Water a solid eight, I think. I've had better waters, but for a standard of water, there are so many places I've been and drank so much worse water than here. Yeah, I must admit, when I lived in Lincoln, I remember thinking the water was rather nice. It was one of the best places in England I think I've ever had water. So I think what we should do is take another taste of our tap water and then take a taste of our bottled water. Now, ideally, I'd like to do a blind taste test, but I think that might be a bit hard to organise because <laughs> we would know which one was which. So we'll just have to be yeah. kind of honest with ourselves. So I will go first. Swig of the old tap. Get it down, you love. Oh, lovely. That is such good water. Okay, I'm going to take a sip of this Volvic. Oh, goodness. That tastes of nothing. Oh, sad. No character. Yeah, definitely. No character. It's certainly not Moorish, and it's very dry. The tap water leaves my palate feeling kind of hydrated and quenched afterwards, whereas the Volvic makes me feel thirsty. It makes me feel like I need to be drinking more water, which I don't like. It doesn't make me feel like (laughs) I want to drink more water like my tap water does. It just makes me feel like I should be. And it has no flavour at all. Very boring. Out of ten, I'd give it a three. That is a radical decline. Yeah. Right, I feel I should probably jump on first, so start off with the palate cleanser, the tap water. Right, let's try this new boy. Oh, wow, that is notably sweeter in a weird way. Sweeter, that's nice. It doesn't have the bitterness. It just it tastes what I think what it tastes like, which is just liquid, tasteless. Go back to the original as well. Make sure there is a taste and you're not just like getting used to water. <laughs> All right, so tap glass. Definitely a bitter taste. Yeah. Bottle water. Yeah, a, a nicer taste. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's actually getting above. <coughs> above. <coughs> oh yeah, I love the taste, it sounds like. <laughs> uh, you know me, I love to inhale liquids. Uh, I have to give that a seven. Bucks and you got some nice ass water. Jams, do you want to go next? Yeah, yeah, of course. I've got a Highland Spring from the Ochil Hills of Scotland. Oh, Ooh. that good shit. <laughs> well, I say it's good shit. I'm pretty sure I got this from McDonald's a couple of weeks ago. Just as a... <laughs> Oh, wow. Aged. (laughs) Aged perfection. Here we go. 
You know what? There is a notable difference. Yeah. I'm sure there's people listening to this now going, oh, come on, it's not that much difference. But that Heinz thing, it's a lot uh, drier, I guess you'd say. Less of an aftertaste. Yeah. I'd say tasteless in a way. Because obviously I'm used to my own tap water, but at least there's something there. Yeah. Would you say you mm. prefer the taste or the lack of taste? I prefer my own tap water, yeah. I have to say. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if that's a familiarity thing or if it's just a... No, I mean, it probably does. It's a regional thing as well. Like, I think it makes a difference. I think if our water tasted bitter, like Jake's water apparently does, like, we wouldn't be mm. exactly jumping up and down to drink more of it. <laughs> ben, moving on, moving on, Ben. ben your turn. I unfortunately did not have a chance to get it. I have a bottle, but it has rum in it. <laughs> <laughs> drink the rum and compare the two. But what I do have is an anecdote about the worst bottled water I have ever drunk. Ooh. A solid negative four. Okay. <laughs> to give it a specific number. This was in Thailand, and it was free water provided in bulk to us for when we went on excursions. And it was UV treated plastic bottled water, and you could just taste the plastic. Oh no! Well, in a hot country like that as well, it's probably all the the plastics from the yeah. No, no matter in. how cold you got it, it tasted like room temperature water. Oh, it was the oddest experience, and it was absolutely awful. Oh my god. So, has anyone died? Well, you can drown in too much water. That's a common occurrence. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess so, yeah. But has anyone drank too much water? Is there such a thing? Absolutely, yeah. You can drink too much water and die, or drown, technically. I don't know if you remember, when we were growing up, there was actually a big scare about ecstasy in clubs. And there were lots of talks in schools and things about the dangers of taking ecstasy and then drinking water. I seem to remember being taken on a school trip where we went to like this warehouse and they made a big deal about how we're going to experience what it's like to be older. And there was a guy giving out Smarties at the door and anybody who took a Smartie got a bollocking. <laughs> that's so shit. <laughs> wow. Oh my God, that's fucking, I hate it. But at the same time, I think that's fucking brilliant. What a great way to gaslight kids. Yeah, so basically... One of the main ways that people would die from ecstasy wasn't actually from the drug itself. When you take ecstasy, you want to do things over and over and over again. And at the time, there was this like big thing of like, oh, if you take ecstasy, you can like forget to drink water. And because you're dancing all night, you can die of dehydration. And people had died from that, not drinking enough water and also taking ecstasy. But there's actually a risk on the other end as well. And then people started to become obsessed with when they'd take ecstasy, they would have to drink water. And the trouble is, is that obviously it meddles with your memory and stuff and it makes you obsessive. And so people were drinking water over and over and over again, and they were actually drowning themselves in real time. And that's how they died. So yeah, people can absolutely drink too much water, but it's not something you can really do to yourself easily. It's really hard to do because your brain stops you. Jesus. Now, there is a very, a very important piece of water substance that I think we need to address Gamer girl bathwater and that phenomenon. <laughs> mm. Is that big water or is that no. indie water? No, it will just be tap water. But infused tap water. Although I don't know if it counts because it wasn't officially labeled as not for drinking. Do you think gamer girl bathwater adds nutrients? Dunno, it depends if you had a wash beforehand. There's definitely well, I, guess more I guess so. TDS, I'm guess. Yes, that's true. Higher TDS. Mm. <laughs> that's true, yeah. that's true. Might change the pH slightly. Yeah, imagine as well the plastic container it's put in. Actually, wasn't it in a glass jar? It was a jar. I don't know if it was glass or plastic. I think it was glass. I seem to remember her actually taking that into consideration that the plastic would change the water and that that's why she used glass. I'm pretty sure. 
think it was glass jar with a bamboo lid. Can't believe that's in my brain. <laughs> wow. Do you know the price? $30. <laughs> I was expecting more for something I'm, I'm so intimate. pulling that out of my ass. I genuinely don't remember. <laughs> So, I mean, that's pretty much everything I have on the uh, subculture of water enthusiasm. My final thoughts here, if I want to give any message with this episode, it's that water can taste different depending on where it is. You know, it doesn't taste of necessarily completely nothing. And I don't think being a water sommelier is like a hack job. But fucking hell, please, some appreciation for regional water differences. I would actually love to go to a restaurant in the UK somewhere and for them to have the tap water of the region on the menu with descriptions about like whether it's a hard water or soft water, tasting notes maybe, compared to a bottled water. If you're going to take water really seriously, you can't disregard tap water like that. I just think that's shit. Yeah, you've got to appreciate the OG. It's the most interesting. I mean, it won our rating. That's true. That is true. Exactly. Uh, sorry, tap water. I've done you dirty. Anyway, on that bombshell, I think it's a good place to end it there. Thank you all for listening. We are the Subcultured Board of Tourism, and we tell you to drink water. Just keep drinking water. Hydrate your ass. Do it now! Thought you'd seen the last of me? Not bloody likely, you swines. You can find more from the ragtag bunch of hooligans by searching Subcultured Cast on Twitter and Instagram. Plus, make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to Subcultured on your podcast platform of choice. Subcultured is part of the Pod Crabs Network at www.podcrabs.com. It is well good. I just squeeze my balls for the entirety of the show. I bet you do.